0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Industry Focus, the podcast that dives into a different sector of the stock market every day. You're listening to The Financials Edition, taped today on Monday, December 19th, 2016. My name is Gabby LaPera, and joining me on the phone is Matt Frankel, one of The Motley Fool's top business analysts and personal finance specialists. How is it going, Matt?
1: Good. Thanks for having me.
0: We are definitely excited to have you here. Um, Everyone, today's show is our second annual Just In Time For The Holidays book show. Uh, I don't know what holidays you might celebrate. I personally celebrate Christmas. I believe, Matt, you celebrate both Christmas and Hanukkah.
1: Yes, we're a mixed household down here.
0: (laughs) Oh, very exciting. And I, I believe Hanukkah falls, one of the days of Hanukkah falls on Christmas this year, right?
1: Yeah, it's one of the rare years where they the two overlap.
0: Oh, perfect! So this is this is great if you celebrate Christmas and or Hanukkah and or Kwanzaa or Festivus, or if you just want to give someone a nice gift in a totally non seasonal way. <laughs> <laughs> um, so books. Why do we do the book list? Um, one, because I think it's fun, and two, because the most important thing that I think that you can give people is knowledge, you know, or the means of educating themselves, and that's one of the only gifts. That can be with someone for forever, you know. Not to mention that education helps make better world citizens. That's also a really great benefit from it. You know, books can change people's minds, take them to new worlds, and educate people, and that's super exciting. So Definitely. yeah, right. Um, so every year, um, <laughs> so <laughs> for the last two years, I should say, um, and hopefully next year as well. I'm really hoping that this will be an annual thing. We have put together a book list to help you help the people in your life. Maybe they're really annoying and you want them to know a little bit more and you can give them one of these books. (laughs) Um, So I do want to mention that this year we sourced ideas from listeners and thank you to the approximately 30-ish people who wrote in slash Facebooked in. Um, I do want to warn you that there are some books on the list that no one at The Fool has heard of. (laughs) So we're not personally vouching that everything on there is great, but even if there is a hinky recommendation, that is good. Maybe you'll read something and you'll think, hmm, that's not quite right. and it'll encourage you to go do research and learn for yourself. And that is the top skill that American colleges are trying to teach right there. critical thinking and analysis. Um, so there you go. free education, double whammy. Uh, but overall, I trust you' all, and I'm sure that all of the recommendations, well, I hope that all of the recommendations are great. Um, so, with that, I would like to turn to Matt Frankel. Um, what is one book that has really helped you as an investor?
1: Well, my personal favorite when I got started was "One Up on Wall Street" by Peter Lynch. It's unique in that it kind of breaks down the advantages that small investors have over big hedge funds, big investors. Um, it's he goes into a discussion of using kind of the power of just your own knowledge. To find investments, evaluate stocks. He goes into a good description of stock analysis as well, like just kind of a, the basics evaluating like the PE ratio, uh, how to interpret insider buying and selling, you know, that kind of thing, um, how to categorize stocks, and very importantly for beginners, kind of how to manage your expectations and how to differentiate investing and speculating. Um,
0: That's very, very important for beginners. Like one of the most important things that you can first, that you can learn when you first start or hopefully learn when you first start.
1: Yeah, because I've heard from a lot of my friends who read my writing but aren't really investors yet kind of things like, why, ha- why don't you just put all of your money in the stock you think is going to triple in the next two years? And this book answers questions like that. Um, and just kind of using the power of what you know already. To kind of make investment decisions.
0: Yeah, um, one one up on Wall Street is a very foolish book.
1: Definitely. Um, basically, he uses his his favorite. My favorite quote of his from the book is that he tries to think like an amateur whenever possible, and that's what he credits his success to. In that, large investors are inherently at a disadvantage because they have to invest in. You know, big companies, large stocks, kind of the the normals. Um, he kind of delves into how to spot trends before the analysts do. By you know, when you're at the store, like what are people buying and that sort of thing.
0: Yeah, no, that that is that is exactly right. Um, and it's a great book. I think that that. I'm not 100 percent sure. I should have listened to last year's show. I think that might have been the book that I recommended last year. <laughs> um, so I also approve of that book, listeners. Um, I um, so my my pick, and that book is on the book list this year as well. Um, there are some classics that are going to show up every year, so don't be angry if there's a couple couple old titles from last year as well. I think that that just kind of happens with with when books are really great. Um, so the book that. I am personally recommending this year is a book by um, Daniel Kahneman, who actually won the Nobel in economic science. I think in 2002, I want to say, um, and he. And this book is actually also on the list. It was recommended by a listener um, named his Jason from Richmond. You'll see his name a lot on the list, and the book is called Thinking Fast and Slow. Um, and Daniel Kahneman is actually a psychologist. Technically, he's Not, well, I don't know. Maybe he's an investor in his personal life. I'm not 100% sure. Um, But the whole point of the book is that um, humans have two different ways of thinking. Um, One is fast, we make assumptions and we just make a decision, and that is the more like emotional part of our brain. And then the other way of thinking is like more analytical and slow. But the problem is that sometimes we think we're thinking analytically and we're not. And he helps kind of unpack how we do that. and how to make more reasoned decisions, um, which I think is huge for investors. I think that one of the biggest problems in investing is how emotional it can be, and we don't even realize it. You know, um, like the other day I was talking to a friend of mine, and he was just like, "I just have a good feeling about that company." I'm like, "Okay, well, why though?" And he's like, "I don't know. I just, I just, they just sound good to me." <laughs> and I was like, "I don't. That's not. That's not a good reason to buy a company." <laughs> Um, and I mean that's a very obvious example of emotional thinking, but um, there's all sorts of things, right? Like when you when the market goes down and you just sell a company because the company's gone down. Oh no! But like there's nothing fundamentally wrong with the company. You're just selling because everything's down, um, and that's the worst time to sell, right? Because everything's down, you're not going to make as much money.
1: Right. Uh, psychology is actually one of the biggest obstacles for new investors, and um, there was a study done where the average investor only returns about three percent per year. Less than a third of the average return of the S and P, and the main reason was that they do the opposite of what they should. They buy when everybody else is, and they sell when everybody else is panicking. And this is a book that could kind of help correct that.
0: Definitely, um, and I, I really liked it. Um, I think listeners know that I'm kind of have a sciencey background, but kind of, I mean, I have a science background, um, so of course this one super appealed to me. Uh, but I also think it, like I said, it's very valuable for new investors. Um, just to give you a quick preview of some of the other books on on the list and Matt, we can do free association. I'll tell you I'll say a book and you say the first like few <laughs> words to sentence that comes to mind, okay?
1: I'll, I'll give it my best shot.
0: Okay. Um, all right. Uh, hmm. let's start with the Outsiders Eight unconventional CEOs and their radically rational blueprint for success. First, have you heard of this book?
1: I have heard of it. I have not read it yet, though.
0: Okay. Well, let's not do that one then. (laughs) How about uh, The Intelligent Investor?
1: Uh, My second favorite, all time. Um, Not too much into the psychology. It's the best discussion of value investing I've ever read.
0: Definitely. And that was actually the most recommended book this year, by far. Followed by one up on Wall Street, you'll be happy to know. (laughs)
1: And for more advanced investors, uh, Graham's other book, Securities Analysis, is another good choice.
0: Good to know. That is actually not on the list, so keep that in mind, listeners. It's for more Um, advanced discussions. How about um, I'm just scrolling through here Oh, uh, Snowball. Have you read this? It's the Warren Buffett book?
1: Uh, Yes, I read that a long time ago.
0: I can't find it in here. Oh, there it is. The Snowball, Warren Buffett and the Business of Life. Has a very dramatic title. Um, I actually have not read that book, so I don't know what the snowball reference is.
1: There are only a few really good Buffett books I'd recommend. Uh, Another one is called uh, Buffett, The Making of an American Capitalist. Capitalist. Um, It's by a guy named Roger Lowenstein.
0: Oh, yeah, we actually had him on the show. I don't know if you heard that show. Roger Lowenstein, not Warren Buffett.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's another really good discussion of kind of how Buffett's mind works.
0: Yeah, um we we have a lot of well not a lot but we have quite a few books um that are kind of like titans of industry type books which I think are interesting. I love biographies but I know they're not quite everyone's uh, slice of pie. That's not the phrase, but it'll come to me eventually after the show is done. Um okay, last one. Margin of Safety: Risk-Averse Value Investing Strategies for the Thoughtful Investor by Seth Klarman.
1: Another great kind of on a a buffettish topic um, margin of safety is one of buffett's biggest kind of allies he he invests in things he perceives to be undervalued and um, margin of safety is kind of kind of figuring out like how much of bad economy your your stocks can absorb in other words like um if another crash comes like how much could could the market go down before the stock would still be worth more than you paid for it.
0: In yeah, other words. definitely. I don't know if you've if you've read this book, but this is a tome. It is a long, long book, um, and I think it is actually the most expensive book on the list because it's technically out of print, so it's like in the hundreds of dollars. But a lot of investors recommend it, so if you are very committed to value investing, um, maybe consider either borrowing it from your library if they have it, or attempting to buy it on Amazon. Um, one last kind of fun one. Uh, Moneyball, the art of winning an unfair game. Have you read this book? Yes. Yes, it's by Michael Lewis. Um it's a great book.
1: Um, the movie was actually really good too.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's it's uh, there's a what I'm trying to the point I'm trying to get to here listeners is that we have everything from Seth Klarman, um basically I believe that the listener who wrote in about that book was basically a master's in investing if you are a value investing freak. Um, to Moneyball, which is kind of like a fun book. My- Michael Lewis knows what he's talking about, but he's also a really like fun and easy to read writer. I think, I think almost any Michael Lewis book that you pick up is is worth it. Um, although this is the only Michael Lewis book that we have on the list this year. So listeners, I want to wish you guys a happy holiday of your choice. Um, Uh, Merry Christmas to my parents because I know they celebrate Christmas. Happy Hanukkah and Merry Christmas to Matt and um, Happy Festivus to my friend Andrea Blakemore out in San Francisco. Um, Thank you guys very much for joining us for the show. Um, Just so you guys know, next week we are not doing any live shows. It's all going to be repeats from from earlier this year. They're still going to be great. We're, we tried to pick some of our most interesting shows. At least I did. I don't know. Maybe the other guys picked terrible shows. Um, and if they did, feel free to write in and tell them that they were terrible. You can do that at industryfocus at fool.com. If you want this book list, email us at, at fool.com. I will try to get it out to you as soon as possible. Um, just so everyone knows, um, as usual, people on the program may have interest in the stocks they talk about, and The Motley Fool may have recommendations for or against, so don't buy or sell stocks based solely on what you hear. Again, contact us at industryfocus@fool.com or by tweeting us at mfindustryfocus. If one of those books is terrible, let me know. I will probably not take it off the list because I think it's important for people to read things that they don't agree with. Um, but I will, I will know, and I will probably agree with you. Um, thank you to Austin Morgan who put together this show. Um, we're in a time crunch, and he's looking at me like, "Oh my God, hurry up!" They're trying to come in here and fix the studio. <laughs> um, and thank you to everyone for listening. Um, just on a personal note, I've been doing this show for about a year now, and it's been really satisfying. And one of the best parts is um, getting emails from you guys. And the book list always brings out a lot of emails. So. Thanks, guys, for being—I hope—kind of loyal listeners and for listening to me for a whole year. At least no one's written in and been like, "Get out!" yet. So, and thanks to Matt for joining us again. Yes, thank you for having me. Awesome. All right, everyone, have a great week.